Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app slash breadbox. Perfect? Bang on my chest if you think I'm perfect. Go ahead, bang on it. No heart? You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. This is Patchwork Heart Ministries' Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. This is Young Catholics Respond. I am Bill Snyder, and it's great to be with you today. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Young Catholics Respond, as always. Uh, I want to remind you that you can go over to our website, patchworkheart.org, to find out more information about our ministry and uh, support us both prayerfully and financially. Uh, we always need great support from our listeners, and so please uh, consider, prayerfully consider supporting us however you can in this new year of 2021. I don't want to spend too, too much time talking about us and our ministry, though, because I have a wonderful guest with me. Her name is Claire Pinto, and she is the Communications and Programs Director or Coordinator for the Pro-Life Union of Greater Philadelphia, uh, and their website is ProLifeUnion.org. So, Claire, welcome to Young Catholics Respond, and thank you so very much for joining me today on the program. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, Claire, I uh, clearly you are involved in uh, the pro-life movement, but uh, I would love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about your own faith journey and how you got involved uh, in serving this uh, serving this movement, this this great noble movement. Sure. So I grew up in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I'm the youngest of five kids. So come from a big family and we grew up um, just kind of pretty lukewarm about the faith. You know, we went to church when we were told on holidays um, and sort of that fizzled out as I got older. Um, my senior year of high school, I just met someone whose family was really, really on fire for the faith. And I would go and I would have dinner with them and like the whole family would sit around the table and they'd say grace together. And it was just this great witness to, um, the faith for me. And so when I went off to college, I continued being friends with this person and they got me involved even further in college with the Catholic faith. And 
ended up meeting some focused missionaries in college and all around the same time got very involved with the Newman Center on my campus, which ended up becoming like the center point for my college experience. Um, just spent pretty much every ounce of free time I had there and just became really, really disconnected uh, to my faith and, and on fire for the Catholic faith and ended up serving as the president of that Newman Center before I graduated. Um, and around, I would say my sophomore year, I started going to kind of all the local Catholic events in Philadelphia and in the Philly area. And I remember I went to what I believe was a an event that was all about John Paul II. It was a hundred, a hundred years of something. He, maybe he was a hundred, hundred years. I don't remember what it was, but it was this whole event celebrating something with JP too. And there was a whole section of it that centered around the pro-life movement. Um, and it was Christopher West. And he started talking about just kind of the movement and, and abortion and the effects of abortion on women. And I just remember being so taken aback that like, I'd never heard this stuff before. And, um, I just basically ended up asking a lot of questions and became really passionate about the movement. I met the 40 days for life people in Westchester and prayed a few times outside of the Planned Parenthood in Westchester. And it just became so clear that like, this is, this is such a worthwhile cause. And, um, at some point when I was searching on the job search, you know, I was still like incredibly confused about what I wanted to do. And, and, you know, you're in college and you have to choose a major and you're just told that that major kind of dictates what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Right. In theory. And, um, I, I, at that point came down to, well, the only thing I could see myself being joyful serving for the rest of my life is the church. And that even that leaves quite a few open doors. (laughs) So then I just was like, yeah, is there a way for me to serve the pro-life movement in in my daily work? Like, I know I could be happy if I did that. I know I could serve well if I did that. And so I ended up (laughs) going to Catholic jobs online and putting in pro-life jobs. And I got all this slew of jobs that I could choose from. And I ended up applying for a couple of them. Um, one of them being uh, legacy of life pregnancy crisis pregnancy advocate, and I applied for that kind of on a whim. It was a counseling position, so I wasn't sure if that was for me, but I really liked the sound of their mission. Um, and I applied for the Guiding Star Ministries position through the Pro Life Union. So, for those that don't know, Pro Life Union also runs a mother's home in Philadelphia called Guiding Star Ministries. So kind of at the same time I responded to these positions and at the same time I heard back from both of them. Um, and at the time, everything about the legacy of life position made a little bit more sense. And I ended up choosing that position and, and I was a crisis, crisis pregnancy counselor for just under six months with the legacy of life. So counseling women who were considering abortion because of the circumstances surrounding their unexpected pregnancies, um, which, was so integral in my understanding of, of abortion and why this fight is worth fighting because you just don't understand the magnitude until you look a woman in the faith face who's either had to go, had to go through an abortion due to feeling like her circumstances led that to being the only decision or was considering it and scared because they've gone through it before <laughs> and they know how awful it is or they're young and can't tell their parents. I mean, the situations and scenarios that lead women here are endless. Um, 
And so that taught me just so much, arguably everything I needed to know as to why I wanted to be part of, of making a change, at least in my area, at least in the greater Philadelphia area. Um, and after about close to six months of working there, Tom reached out to me and a lot of stuff about the position had changed and it was really perfect for me. And I knew that I didn't always want to be in client services, but I was really happy to be there for the time that I was. And all in a very quick manner, I ended up switching and working for the pro-life union, which is why I'm here. And we're planning this March to draw attention to the reality of abortion and um, specifically the, the, the magnitude of abortion in the greater Philadelphia area. Yeah, what an amazing journey. And thank you so much for sharing it, it with our listeners, because I think um, you know, each and every person out there, of course, has their own journey and walk in life. But uh, it's so great to see how you have really taken uh, it to heart, your calling and and, you know, said this is what God is calling me to do. It's you know, he's calling me to serve joyfully in this ministry. And yeah, you know, your difficult days, uh, you know, counseling women uh, certainly have, uh, you know, shaped you to uh, help the greater Philadelphia, uh, the greater uh, pro-life union of greater Philadelphia really, um, you know, now spotlight uh, in an area-wide uh, march or a regional march uh, to to protest the one million wrongful deaths uh, in southeastern Pennsylvania uh, since Roe versus Wade, which is, uh, you know, just staggering that you can even say those words, <laughs> right? It's just like, wow, it blows you away. Uh, when you when you kind of say those words, but talk about um, about the the upcoming um, you know talk, talk a, little, a little bit about the the uh, greater uh, or or this pro life union. Talk a little bit about the overall encompassing work of it, and uh, you know before we dive into the actual march uh, coming up on January twenty third. Sure. So the pro life union is an incredible organization. Um, Essentially, the, the pro-life union's primary goal or mission is to eliminate the need for abortion um, and euthanasia in the greater Philadelphia area. So um, I think what makes pro-life union really unique is that it's exactly that. It's a union. It's this collection of all of these organizations, member organizations that all have some very specific skill or focus to contribute to the goal of ending the need for abortion in the greater Philadelphia area. So what does that look like? Um, what are some, is, what are some of the reasons women feel that abortion is their only choice, right? Um, whether that be lack of resources, whether it be lack of support from their family members or the father of their baby, or sometimes it's as simple as, as diapers, but sometimes it's as grand as not having a place to live. Um, so we work with you know, I believe over 30 member organizations, all of which sort of answer these specific qualms or our solutions to these specific qualms. So we um, work in sort of helping these member organizations to be successful while they help us to be successful in filling all of the needs that we need to fill for women in the greater Philadelphia area. Um, and so we do a lot of different things and every day looks different. <laughs> this yeah. of recent, obviously everything's been about planning this March and making it a great event to, for people in Philadelphia and to you bear witness to, to our cause in Philadelphia. Um, but sometimes it's 
it's as simple as answering the phone because a woman found her number and she's in a crisis pregnancy situation. So every day looks very, very different, which can be exciting. <laughs> and I've enjoyed it thoroughly, but I really love working with the member organizations and, and I'm still learning so much about them. And, you know, I'll be referred to one of them and I'll be like, okay, well, why am I calling them? And then I'll call them and realize that I'm talking to the director of a pregnancy center uh, who has the resources that we need to connect this mother in need to. And it's, so it's just this endless connection and community of really incredible people, really incredible people. Um, and so we work to sort of lift them up and they lift us up and do what we can to find out what the needs are of women and find out how to bring a solution to them. You know, that's so good, Claire. Uh, it's so good to hear that you are, um, you know, working as a collective. I think that's one of the biggest important things when you talk about, um, you know, people banding together uh, to to solve a problem. I mean, you know, very we, we cannot do everything on our own. And even a single organization, I think, realizes that, you know, uh, I, I know in our ministry here, it's like, oh, my gosh, there's so much need. But here I'm trying to, you know, meet all of these needs, but I can't, you know, so I have to find other people to work with, other people to get together. And so what a great, um, you know, organization to draw these people together. Again, uh, the website for Pro-Life Union is prolifeunion.org, and it's based in the greater Philadelphia area. Uh, But what I want to do, Claire, real quickly here is uh, take a short break, and then when we come back, I'm going to continue to talk with you about the upcoming uh, March for Life uh, that is going to be taking place on uh, January 23rd. And uh, we're going to talk all about that and the people involved, because I know you've had, uh, you know, a hand in, you know, getting this uh, great event ready and uh, and, and rallying the support uh, area-wide for it and getting some wonderful speakers and some wonderful uh, people who can uh, really make an impact in, uh, you know, converting hearts, changing hearts uh, to, uh, you know, with, with God's help and grace, of course, to, uh, to recognize the dignity of each and every person. So we're going to take a short break here on Young Catholics Respond right back after these messages. I'm Bill Snyder. Don't go anywhere. For nearly 500 years, the people of Mexico have taken advantage of a promise made by the Queen of Heaven. In the year 1531, Our Lady appeared to a humble Aztec Indian and revealed herself to be the mother of the one true God. Telling Saint Juan Diego that she desired a temple to be built in her honor, she promised that she would help all those who appealed to her motherly love and protection. To seal this promise, our Blessed Mother left an image of herself that has been miraculously preserved and can be seen by all who visit the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Mexico City. Our Lady is not a liar. For nearly five centuries, millions of people from throughout Mexico have made pilgrimages to the Shrine, either seeking Our Lady's help or thanking her for a petition granted. Today, more than ever, she is ready to help you or any of her children who seek her assistance. To learn more about how you can visit this remarkable shrine and bring your own petitions to our Blessed Mother, please visit vivaguadalupe.org. Judy Hare was a bankrupt, homeless, drug-addicted college dropout on the brink of divorce, but is now a seminary graduate and devoted wife and mother of four children. What happened? Find out in her autobiography, Shattered. How God Restored My Heart and Life. Her journey of faith has been called brutally honest, truly inspiring, 
profound, heartbreaking, and life-changing. Shattered is available now for only $15 on her website, judyhair.com, on amazon.com, or at your local Catholic bookstore. As Judy says, it is never too late to become the person you deserve and desire to be. So stop wishing for change and start doing something about it by reserving your copy of Shattered Today. Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and His Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives. We invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147 or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at patchworkheart.org. The St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith offers prayerful accompaniment for those who are affected by divorce and separation. We offer free online support meetings for those affected by divorce and for adult children of divorce. You can learn more about us at nonatus.org. That's N-O-N-N-A-T-U-S.org. Text or call 215-870-9913. Hi, everybody. Bill Snyder here. Just want to thank you for listening to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. And as a founder of Patchwork Heart Ministry, we have so much more going on than just our podcasts. Check it out at patchworkheart.org. At times, it seems like the world today is filled with so much division, bigotry, and hatred. So it's up to us to make sure that we get back to the basics, and that is Jesus Christ and his message of faith, hope, and love. Faith, Hope, Love with John and Morgan Bender is a new project that seeks to do just that by engaging and inspiring Catholics within the Archdiocese of Milwaukee and beyond. Read personal faith stories, interviews, and news all by visiting the Faith, Hope, and Love blog.blogspot.com or follow us on Twitter at Johnny Bender MKE. Your heart is always beating. But you never have to think about it. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Hey everybody, I'm Bill Snyder. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. And uh, today my guest is Claire Pinto. She is the Communications and Programming Coordinator for the Pro-Life Union of Greater Philadelphia. And... Uh, we're, we're talking a little bit about, uh, of course, her work and her involvement in the pro-life movement, but also one of the big events that is going to be taking place January 23rd in the Philadelphia area, and uh, it is going to be the Philadelphia 2021 March for Life. Uh, and Claire, I would love it if you'd share with us a little bit about uh, this uh, march and, and uh, who is speaking and how, we can, uh, how people can get involved uh, and go and attend the march. Sure. Yeah, we're incredibly excited about this. And um, I'm excited to just see the turnout. I mean, Philadelphia is such an awesome place with awesome community. Um, and I think people are going to be excited about this. But 
essentially our goal is we, we want to gather um, and we want to rally against the silent extermination of since Roe v. Wade, uh, a million um, of our fellow Philadelphians. So that number. So since Roe v. Wade, there's been two million abortions in Pennsylvania and a million of those have taken place in the greater Philadelphia area. So that's where we get that number. Um, and we were just, ast- we're just astonished by, by these statistics. It's, it's mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. And to live in an area like Philadelphia, that's so rich with culture and so heavily populated, you know, that number is not, su- it's, it's incredibly shocking, but not surprising because of how many people live here and because of the sort of challenges that you see that people face here. Um, so our goal is to gather and to draw attention to that number, but also to just basically say enough, like this is enough. Um, and we don't want to see our fellow brothers and sisters losing their lives to abortion. Um, and so silently, I think that's a big part of this too, right? Like no one talks about those numbers. No one talks about the reality of this. And, and we want to talk about the reality of this and the magnitude. Um, so tons of exciting stuff. The day is getting kicked off with mass, which is going to be celebrated by the Archbishop of Philadelphia, Archbishop Nelson Perez, who has been so active, um, so active and all over the place. I don't know how he does it since he's been in Philadelphia, but he <laughs> has been so involved in, in all these amazing organizations um, and visited so many of the member organizations that we work with. Um, so he's going to say the mass for us, which is exciting. And, and we're excited to have him be a part of the day. Um and hopefully an opening prayer and all of that, but he'll be there. We'll kick off the day with, with Roman Catholic mass at the cathedral of Saints, Peter and Paul. So really incredible, beautiful cathedral. So we'll meet there. And for those who won't be attending the mass, we'll all be gathering after a short break after the mass around 1030 to start the March. And what we're going to do is we're going to March straight down to Philadelphia women's center. So that's 777 apple tree street and the reason that this is significant is because um, Philadelphia Women's Center is responsible. So there's about 47 abortions a day on average in Philadelphia. And the Philadelphia Women's Center is responsible for on average 22 of those 47 abortions a day. So we are marching to the Philadelphia Women's Center and we're going to just kind of bear witness outside and um everybody will, you know, march and, and take a moment, pray, just kind of be present and, and be aware of like what goes down, what goes on in this place. And um, after that, we're going to march down to Independence Mall and we're going to have, have a Freedom Rally Independence Mall. We have music and speakers. Our musician is is this awesome, awesome man. And his name's Jack Terzian. And um, he is a little bit older than me. He's in his early twenties. Um, he was a, a youth minister um, and he's a singer and songwriter, incredibly talented. And he's going to be leading music for us with some praise and worship, but some of his own music that he's released. And I think it's going to be really kind of fun and exciting. And um, we're going to have some pretty incredible speakers, like I said. So um, we have Allison Senefante from live action. We have Jason Jones, um, Dr. Monique Rubru. Uh, Reverend Herbert Lusk the third. We have Ashley Gurekt, who I'm not sure how many people know about Ashley and her story with her daughters, but really just fascinating stuff. Um, and Kathy Barnett. Um, I believe that there'll be a visit from Bishop Joe Coffey as well. So lots of people um, who have really incredible stories and 
great things to share that are just going to get people absolutely fired up for the pro-life movement, but specifically the pro-life movement um, on our own turf, right, in Philadelphia. Um, I've always liked the saying of kind of uh, in your own neck of the woods, right? Like, what can you do in your own neck of the woods at your own home? And, you know, people who are from Philadelphia are really proud to be from Philadelphia, and I think it's pretty awesome because we're going to watch a lot of people take some serious pride in, in, in Philadelphia and where we're from and um, I'm just excited to see the turnout. I'm excited to just kind of be motivated by people coming and um, get to hear some of these speakers that I'll get to hear for the first time. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope that other people are as well. Yeah. Just so wonderful that, uh, you know, you've put this incredible event together uh, with so many different partner organizations uh, and, and you've, you've really, uh, you know, thought of everything with the speakers and the way the day is structured uh, so we really do encourage people uh, to, to, to jump on to your website, ProLifeUnion.org. Are there any uh, specific details people need to know about as far as like, you know, getting to the event or, you know, where, where people just any, any, like, obviously this is open to the public. There's no, you know, tickets that need to be sold or anything like that, but any important information that has to get out to the people? Yeah, sure. So I, I think some of the most important stuff is you're coming to a city. So where are you going to park? <laughs> um, those types of things. Will there be restrooms to use? All of that. Um, there's limited but free parking at the cathedral. So I would suggest if you're driving down and you're not taking a train, I would say drive down to the cathedral so you can get some parking. There's some street parking around there. And there's also parking at Independence Mall. So that's kind of if that eases any stress for people driving into the city, I know it can be overwhelming. Um, in regards to weather, rain or shine, we're, we're planning to be there. Uh, we're planning to sacrifice comfort for the sake of the mission on this one. And unless there's any sort of, you know, extreme weather event that would shut it down, we're planning to be there. And um, yeah, you can find all of that information on our website. And if something changes, we'll have it posted on our website. And that's, like you said, prolifeunion.org. Um, and you can find it under our events drop down. Um, in regards to just like keeping things safe and mindful with COVID, we're just encouraging and requiring that people come wearing masks and um, distance from people that they don't live with just for the safety of everyone who's attending the march and so that people are encouraged to attend the march. Um, we don't want it to be a protest for anything but abortion in the greater Philadelphia area. So we're just encouraging people to come and sort of do what you got to do and be safe. Um, for those that would like to come, but for whatever reason can't, maybe if you're all the way in Wisconsin, <laughs> yes. we are going to be live streaming the event to the best of our abilities. And we'll have that live streaming from our Facebook page, which is Pro-Life Union of Greater Philly. Um and yeah, we're just excited again. Our goal is to, to end the silent extermination of our children in greater Philadelphia. So that's why we're excited rain or shine to just be out there and bearing witness and, and yeah, just say enough's enough and in our own special way in Philadelphia. Yeah, no, great, incredible work that you are doing, Claire. And uh, I, I really encourage people uh, to go uh, and get involved. 
Uh, yeah, I'm a transplant from uh, Philadelphia to Wisconsin. So uh, it's a little far, but I at least be able to, you know, see the live stream and things like that. So, I mean, people getting involved, uh, you know, it just means uh, drawing awareness to a great event like this as well. Uh, if you're if you're within, um, you know, uh, driving distance of Philadelphia, there's plenty of time to uh, coordinate a day, uh, you know, even even a, you know, caravan of cars or a bus uh, to, to head down there and 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 be a part of this. I know uh, regionally here in uh, the Midwest, uh, Chicago has been doing a, uh, a march for life uh, for many years and it is be- and it has grown and become incredibly successful. So I'm so happy to see Philadelphia. Uh, doing something uh, like this because we need to have big regional uh, events that that are able to draw people together. Uh, of course, the you know the March for Life in Washington D.C., which has been a staple for many years, uh, many 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 years, uh, decades, uh, is, is wonderful. But not everybody can get there, and not everybody is available uh, to to be able to arrive, you know, on time and and, and everything at, at, at a big national event like that. So uh, we need to be able to have these regional events that. Uh, people can plug into and that people can attend uh, and and can hear wonderful speakers. Again, uh, just to mention a few of them, Jason Jones, Dr. Monique Rubaru, uh, Kathy Barnett. I mean, uh, these people have been on our network uh, before on uh, Patchwork Heart Ministry so uh, and uh, Fiat Ministry Network. So please, uh, please support, uh, you know, this, this great organization. One last thing I'll ask you here, Claire, uh, just about financial support for the organization and, uh, you know, how, how people can, uh, you know, support you guys, you know, you know, with finances or material goods that, that, that you need. Sure. Yeah. There's a thousand ways, um, that people can be in support at the pro-life union um monetary donations through our websites can go to events like the march and you know helping us to kind of cultivate these events and make them memorable and make them good and attractive for people to want to come to um and and also our guy our mother's home our maternity home guiding star ministries um we have moms living there now who are pregnant or have just given birth and we can use all the help we can get in that regard whether that be physical donations like diapers and new clothing and things like that or, or monetary donations so we can keep things all put together over there there's always need for that and, and all all donations anything is incredibly appreciated and we are grateful for people just also being interested to hear about our mission so thank you both for having me here to be able to talk about everything that we're doing absolutely claire uh thank you so much for spending time with us today here on young catholics respond and i wish uh, the march uh, its absolute best as you guys go forward with your first of many i'm sure let's uh, hope i hope many <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm sure well until next time from all of us here at patchwork art ministry i'm bill snyder keep beating to your catholic heart You've been listening to Young Catholics Respond, a radio initiative of Patchwork Heart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patchworkheart.org. Or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry. Finding someone on an online Catholic dating site shouldn't be like shopping for a blender. So why do most dating sites leave you feeling like you're shopping for a spouse? 
At Catholic Singles, we connect members through our unique user polls and activities, which help you discover other members and their personalities and interests. Because you're a person, not a profile picture. So stop shopping and start discerning. Trust your love story to the original Catholic dating site and use the promo code BREADBOX at checkout for 20% off at catholicsingles.com.